uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> Good evening, Ilta. Welcome to the future. Hopefully you're having a pleasant Monday evening 
wherever you may be. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies, and this is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's Risen Community Radio Station, C-I-T-R. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the Student Nest on campus. As life starts picking up again here, as universities and schools pick up. And CITR signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of BC from Squamish up in the north. Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey and across the Sailor Sea, drifting southwest for our frequency pod races with our friends. CFUV is part of the University of Victoria there. And then our signal continues east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. This signal will continue out through the atmosphere, heading upwards deep into space. Ties a little bit into our theme later on in the show. Otherwise, deep into the underground, where everything starts. If you're on Tesla Optic, you can tune in on channel 7023, at least in not only British Columbia, but in Alberta. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web, www.citr.ca. Live streams, podcasts, the entire schedule of events here, not only tied to the show, and the station, but the city of Vancouver itself. My name's Gak, and I'll be dishing out these power converters here for the next two hours, so come swing by the station and ask for Tashi. He'll help you out. No need to whine. Phone number for the station for those who are listening live is 604-822-2487. That spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R. If you were to include the primary area code of this province, do keep it short and sweet to the point since we are mixing everything live. We are conjuring up the appropriate technologies on devices and computers. Since it's always late breaking action, we gotta keep on tune up and that completely mess up. You can email anytime Radio Free GAC, and that's G A K at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Air, and on Instagram it is Myopic. So, Happy New Year! Hopefully 2020 has started off well enough for you. Bit of a doldrums time here. Just in general, the past couple weeks. It's appropriate if you've been spending time with family or friends, or a circumstance has it. If you were elsewhere, on your own, or maybe you were still holding down the fort with whatever you were doing. Thank you for whatever you did. Hopefully, the start of not just a new year, but a new decade is promising and productive for you. Now, award season is upon the film world. The 77th Golden Globes were handed out last night. Musically, Hildur Guthnadotter won Best Original Score for her music from Joker. And we profiled that DC Comics film back in November here on Exploding Head Movies. And Hilder is the first solo woman to ever win a Golden Globe for music. Previously, Lisa Gerard shared an award with Hans Zimmer for Gladiator. 
Gladiator? Gladiator? How are you, Clay Pluginator? One of those. The one with the swords and the Romans and the Colosseums and the lions and the guys, you know. Quality stuff, something we still have to profile. Maybe learn how to pronounce. Glad you listen, and don't you? Glad he hate me, gladiator. Yeah. And uh, Hildur's score to Joker is actually on the short list for Oscars, and uh, the nominations will be set for next Monday. So, amongst the usual mayhem, haphazardness that you associate with exploding head movies, next week will be a doozy because the awards will be announced Monday morning. Somehow, I have to come up with a full show in a number of hours afterwards. So. We'll brace for that. Otherwise, um, also on the music front, best original song went for something off of Rocketman. Maybe you say Rocketman, or some of us say Rocketman. So, so maybe some Elton John is also in our horizon here, but we shall see. We'll know soon enough. Because for four weeks, we'll have the Oscar nominees. And on the fifth week, we'll have the Oscar winners. So... Big winner, at least, with three awards, was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which we profiled back in the summer. Best screenplay for Quentin Tarantino, best actor for Brad Pitt, and best musical or comedy. Yeah, we profiled that in September. Otherwise, 1917 won for best drama and best director. So, we'll see what the prognostications for the awards are going to be like. We'll roll with the punches, share what we can. 2020! Appeared in a few films, at least in uh, cinematic universes, and uh, we started off the show with a cue from the 2014 film Edge of Tomorrow. We heard Christoph Beck with the main titles from Edge of Tomorrow called Angel of Verdun. Directed by Doug Lyman, starring Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, adapted from the Japanese light novel All You Need Is Kill, which would have been an awesomer name for the film. Done by Hiroshi Sakurazaka. Of course, it was also better known as Live, Die, Repeat, which is what was marketed on in various other regions and also when it became on a home video. And the story is based on an alien invasion in Europe set originally in 2015, but we pick up in the year 2020, whereby a time loop causes Cruz's character to replay the past 24 hours after dying and picking up intel on how to defeat the various invaders. A sequel should be due out shortly. So the trailers for Tom Cruise's sequel to Top Gun Maverick are out, so we'll see what's in his busy schedule. Now, the background from Vancouver Island, this is Segway. Off of last year's The Island, this is Galaxies. We're going to focus on one of them for this week's profile here. Going back to the Star Wars universe in time for the release of the ninth and final episode of the current saga, The Rise of the Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker, not the Skywalker. I'm not throwing pronouns in randomly here. The Rise of Skywalker. And John Williams is back for one final spin in his little Star Cruiser. And we'll also have music from The Mandalorian. So we'll get some Ludwig Göransson here for you. Maybe some children action. We'll figure it out. We got a little Clone Wars. Yeah, plenty of material. There's nonstop shortage of stuff now since Disney has acquired the entire Lucasfilm properties. And we'll figure it out. Now, we thought we'd start off 2020 somewhat promisingly, but, of course, news as of late is that, hey, war, great, good job. So stupidity and anarchy remain close at bay, mindful of everything that's coming up on the calendar. So we'll try to keep things light here, but we do have some new music tied to the year 2020. Roman numerals, M M. 
XX. And uh, I have Edmonton, the duo Faith Healer, ran in the music with a new track. Appropriate for what's going on. There's two mixes of it. We'll do with the short one, but there's an extended mix if you want to get kind of a little bit more jammy, more horn breaks. And we actually do have some other songs coming up this episode tied to the year and coming out this year. So, not sure if this is going to be set for a new album. It's presented without comment, but should be a doozy. This will be Faith Healer with the original mix of the song that matches this new year, 2020. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies here, live from the realms of Studio A of that mm, futuristic and future shockful little radio station that you know and love is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Join us Friday, January 10th at the Astoria for Blonde Diamond's 4AM Eternal single and music video release show. Also featuring Phono Pony and Devours. Presented by Happy Hour. Tickets on sale now at showpass.com and at the door.
So that's to start off with the extended mix of Faith Healer's new song, 2020, because the order of things, I thought originally first, some angling down, I look at the monitors when loading the stuff, and then, nope, you got all four minutes with old manager's saxophone time stuff. Then off of a 12-inch that came through the brain feeder in 2019, Weird Ross from Friends with Epiphany. Ross from Friends, as you can imagine, takes its title from one of the characters from the Friends TV series, much to the chagrin and the law legal pursuits of David Schwimmer. And uh, this Ross from Friends is the alias of Colchester Essex DJ Felix Clary Weatherall. Glorious little stuff. And behind me, off the late great, maybe still on hiatus, so there's potential. The Vancouver tape label 1080p. Going back to 2015, this is Dialect with Waterfront Epiphany, found on the Gowanus Drifts EP. Today is the day of Epiphany, for those of you keeping track of your calendar, in case you are listening live on January 6th, the 12th day of Christmas, the final part of it as well. Marked by the time that the three wise men finally showed up to the manger in the stable in Bethlehem. If you're curious about why gold, frankincense, and myrrh, well, frankincense and myrrh were perfumes. If you're in a stable and you haven't bathed in a while, you gave birth, stuff like that helps. You're anointed, blessed, clean, glorious stuff that way. If you're curious about Twelfth Night, well, that was last night. Ties into Shakespearean legend. Important stuff, magical stuff will unfold. And it's also Orthodox Christmas, so. Christmas is now over. The 12 days are done. Although the Orthodox, I'm sure, have their own 12 days to pursue, so. The cycle of missing presses on. Now, 2020 marks 100 years since 1920. That's late-breaking factoids that we can provide here on Exploding Head Movies for an educational experience, but at the very least, we're trying to scan to see if we do have recorded music from that time to share with you, and at least we do have one nugget more appropriate for August when that, this 10-inch came out, but this comes from the king of jazz known as Paul Whiteman. Legendary American band leader, composer, uh, violist, and orchestral director, and he was dubbed the king of jazz based on his uh, popular dance recordings and the success he had in the 20s and 30s. So popular that uh, he managed to blend symphonic music and jazz together, and he debuted at George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue in 1924. And uh, for those of us who keep track of copyrights, 1924 indicates a time when the 95-year extensions that the United States provided finally ends. So Rhapsody in Blue and anything else from 1924 and earlier is now in the public domain. So, sanity may prevail and their public domain will be refreshed. Going back to 1920, here's Paul Whiteman and his Ambassador Orchestra. Their take of a quality piece of early jazz music. This will be Whispering. Thank you. 
feeling lost in the lonely, meaningless cyberweb. Looking to connect with other users? Then plug in to a CITR collective. Meet users who are compatible with your interests and passions. CITR's mainframe offers nine unique collectives. News, arts, accessibility, sports, persons of color, indigenous, gender empowerment, LGBTQ2SIA+, and music affairs. CITR collectives are where you can make great radio, great friends, and avoid the abject loneliness of life in the cyber void. Start off that set from 1920, Whispering by Paul Whiteman and his Ambassador Orchestra. There's a vocal version out there somewhere featuring a John Steele on vocals. Hopefully that is his actual name. And we just heard the first cut off of his first album going back to 1969, Music to Moog by. We heard Gershon Kingsley with Hey, Hey. Famously sampled by RJD2. And uh, fitting in that glorious vibe, late 60s, early 70s, where everyone thought, this is the future. Everyone's going to listen to cover songs on the Moog synthesizer, which uh, Gershon Kingsley helped popularize. Born Gutz Gustav Kaczynski in Germany, he was a pioneer in electronic music and the Moog synthesizer. 
Also appearing on this album is the first ever version of the quintessential synth nuggets called Popcorn, which uh, you're probably familiar with over the years. I associate with 70s and 80s game shows. Alas, Kingsley died December 10th last year at the age of 97. In the background, this is he together along with his buddy, Mr. Perry. Jean-Jacques Perry. I'm like scrambling to remember the first name because I didn't write it down. Off of their 1967 album, Kaleidoscopic Vibrations, this is Perry and Kingsley with Pioneers of the Stars. Perry died back in 2016, so a bit of a Moog era has passed away, although Wendy Carlos is still around, as it were. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Him. here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, and we'll talk about some other recent deaths in the music world before we get into some other new music here. Leaving us far too soon is the Inuit singer-songwriter Kelly Fraser, representing Iglulik Nunavut. She gained some attention for a Nook cover of Rihanna's Diamonds, put out a 2014 debut called Isuma in 2017 released now but called Sedna we were looking forward to a final album of hers due out later called Decolonize but alas she died at her own hand December 24th last year and she was only 26 years old she was quite public in the discussion about the childhood trauma she had faced the racism that uh, a lot of our indigenous and other visible minorities experience along with racism and cyberbullying a vigil was held in Winnipeg, where she grew up back on uh, just this past Saturday. And, uh, yeah, everyone has indicated now that she's a diamond in the sky now. I'd like to share the Anukta took cover of Diamonds. I wasn't able to find that quickly enough. But she did put out a single last year with the help of Mark Merileinen and Akalu Batelson. Here's the radio edit of the late, great Kelly Fraser of Rebound Girl. Please, I want you to 
Shindig 2020, CITR's annual Battle of the Bands extravaganza. 16 bands enter, one will be left standing. It's happening every Tuesday in January at Redgate. First on the docket, this Tuesday, January 7th, we've got Kylie V, Wildfryer, Emily Toyota, and Morton Monk. Doors are at 7.30, bands at 8. $5 at the door, though no one will be turned away for lack of funds. Finalists will be announced on Wednesday, January 29th. Come out on Tuesday to hear some of the Lower Mainland's best bands throw down for the top spot.
Going back to 1979 <laughs> off of their album, I Am. That was Earth, Wind, and Fire with Star. I think the third or fourth single off that album. We played some Earth, Wind, and Fire before, usually in uh, Eulogy. Most recently in 2016 for primary lead singer Maurice Swite. But I'm going to talk more about the songwriter who helped write that song with all at least two other Earth, Wind, and Fire hits, like September and Boogie Wonderland. The songwriter is Allie Willis, a legend for decades, with over 800 songs to her credit. Won two Grammys, one for her work for the films in Beverly Hills Cop and The Color Purple, some of the music there. One of the all-time jams of all time, as I say all twice, because it's all right. The Pat Shop Boys, along with Dusty Springfield, what have I done to deserve this? But most of the eulogies right now talk about her work for, and it ties to something we talked about briefly, I didn't even realize it, but Friends. Since she wrote the song that the Rembrandts performed, that was the theme, I'll Be There For You. Allie Willis died of cardiac arrest on Christmas Eve in 2019. She was 72 years old. And behind me, this is Meg Baird and Mary Lattimore. Good mixture of harp and a guitar that sounds a little bit like a sitar. Off of their 2018 album, Ghost Forests, this is Between Two Worlds. A lot of the songs here refer to cosmic events, since uh, we are going to be looking at Star Wars later on, both The Rise of Skywalker and The Mandalorian, along with a few other little snippets and nuggets of lore some infamous some about to be famous and would it be appropriate for me to pick the urban spaceman for this next artist who recently left us Neil Innes kind of a bridge between the Beatles and Monty Python worked with uh, Monty Python and the, the comedy troupe itself for songs like Brave Brave Sir Robin and the Knights of the Round Table from the 1975 film Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail, which we profiled a couple of years ago one summer when we were feeling comedic. If you remember the life of Brian and the catchy song Always Look on the Bright Side of Life, that was him whistling. <whistles> and uh, wrote many of the songs with Monty Python and appearing actually in the final season once John Cleese left. Neil Innes worked with, originally, the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band, kind of a riotous art rock comedic band from the late 60s out of the UK. And that's where we'll start before we get into what we probably best know Neil Innes' work from. Originally, as a B-side to the single My Brother Makes the Noises for the Talkies, which definitely would have lined up with our 1920 song that we had dealt with. But uh, here's the B-side. Here's the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band with I'm Gonna Bring a Watermelon to My Girl Tonight. Sort of an early proto-skip-the-dishes sort. Well, she spoke with your old watermelon delivery man from the produce wagon back in the day. That's why I heard it happened. I've seen the milk doors. All the evidence is there.
my girl an apple, she let me hold her hand. I brought my girl an orange, we kissed beneath the dam. I brought my girl bananas, she let me squeeze her tight. I'm going to bring a watermelon to my girl tonight. Unearthing the depths of contemporary cassettes and vinyl undergrounds, ranging from DIY bedroom pop and garage rock all the way to harsh noise and, of course, drone. Pop drone, every Wednesday at 10 to 11.30 a.m. at CATR 101.9 FM. My advice to young girls would be Go home after school. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
We start off with the Bonzo Dog Dude Band with I'm Gonna Bring a Watermelon to My Girl Tonight. Then we heard the Ruddles off their 1978 soundtrack to the television movie All You Need is Cash. We heard cheese and onions. The Ruddles, as you can imagine, spoofed on the Beatles. They originally appeared on Eric Idle's post-Python series, The Rutland Week in Television. Went for two series in 1975 and 1976. Spawned an LP, but uh, the important thing is their American-made spin-off TV movie in 1978. And Eric Idle played the Paul McCartney character. And in the case of the John Lennon character, Neil Innes played Ron Nasty, which you heard there. Featured some budget there from Beatles' George Harrison, who kind of helped steer how the Ruddles went to the point that he could laugh at himself and said, you guys are getting too close to the bone here. And John Lennon was a fan enough of the band that he did sort of warn some of them when their pastiches were getting too close to the songs. He would now say that uh, Get Up and Go is almost more Beatles than uh, Get Back. Paul McCartney actually had connections to Neil Innes because I was talking about uh, I'm the Urban Space Band, which was the Bonzo Doodah Band's um, only hit, and Paul McCartney helped co-produce it. Neil Innes was also known for various other little TV themes, and he had a quality solo song called How Sweet to Be an Idiot, which got royalties from Oasis for after they nicked some of the melody lines for the 1994 single, Whatever. Neil Innes died of a heart attack at home, Gently, with three of that family nearby him in Toulouse, France, on December 29th last year. He was 75 years old. There's various other deaths that have happened in the music and film world over the past few weeks. Fortunately, there's so many that I'm going to have to save some for the coming weeks. In the midst of all the Oscar razzle-dazzles, we get into those nomination profiles. But uh, we'll try to remember those that have passed before us who've contributed much to what we hear. Since we all do, we want to be remembered in one way or another. In the background, this is Astrolope, and off the 2017 album Space Boy with an I at the end, this is Adventure. Something we always guarantee here on Exploding Hit Movies. 101.9 FM on CITR, channel 7023 on Telesoptic, online with live streams at www.citr.ca. Let's talk about some of the music that's already come out in 2020. Obviously, in the coming weeks, we'll be sharing more as more songs come out. Since there is a new Michael Stipe solo piece as well. But relevant to our interests, there is new music from Tough Age. Originally a four-piece in Vancouver, but now a trio based out of Toronto. They indicated outright that 2019 was a quiet year. So on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2020... They released a new song that will not appear on their forthcoming fourth album. I think the title had to change because uh, Coldplay stole their thunder with everyday life. But I'm looking forward to what they have next. Here's Tough Age with Waiting Here.
CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Yep, yep, yep. Radio, 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 radio. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, ah, Happy, 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 happy. Boing, 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 boing.
Auckland, New Zealand. That was Miss June. And off of 2019's Bad Luck Party. That was also one of the singles that came out in support of that through the French Kiss label. That song was Twitch. In the midst of looking at some of the music that came out in 2019 and some of the best of lists, took a look at some other radio stations to get their feedback that way. So shout out to Radio 1 out of Dunedin. Home to what we associate with the Flying Nun sound, which corresponds to the song we heard beforehand, Tough Age. Definitely milking that glorious 80s kind of echoey reverb guitar with their new song, Waiting Here. Behind me, this is uh, another artist that uh, came up on my radar a little too late to profile as part of the 2019 year in review summary. This is Barker, off of the album Utility, which came out through the Oskut Ton label. This is Paradise Engineering. Barker's full name is Sam Barker. Excellent, soothing techno music. And uh, of note amongst a circle of friends who point things out. Works with a, a new MIDI controller that allows you to connect things that can hit other things and time it that way. So in light of what you associate with most electronic music and synthetic instruments, you can actually come up with sort of like drums or other things that this controller can hit. So different organic sound. Barker and the album Utility. Yes, this is Exploding Head Movies, broadcasting from unseated Musqueam territory. From the lower levels of the student nest on UBC campus, you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. We'll continue on with some new music, at least pointing back to 2019. Although some zigzags will start appearing as we eventually get our profile on Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, The Mandalorian. And uh, for the first time in... About five years, we got new music by Dan Snaith, recorded as Caribou. He's been recording under the alias Daphne for various things, usually more danceful-oriented material. But Caribou has been more, more amorphous with regards to the sounds. And this time around, it takes the Gloria Barnes song home. Kind of chops up one of the main hooks there. And then becomes the basis for this song, which, be a, which appears on his new album, You and I. Here's Caribou with... Home. Hit it on your own. 
she can teach me. She's going home. Baby, I'm home, I'm home, I'm home. Yeah, she's going home. Baby, I'm home, I'm home, I'm home. On Friday, January 17th, CITR 101.9 FM presents our annual 24 hours of radio art programming. It's a full day of spoken word, drone, field recordings, sound collage, plunder phonics, robocalls, voicemail fails, sound art, and noise. CITR's 24 hours of radio art, January 17th. Listen live or online at citr.ca.
Featuring the Bronx vocalist Maluka there. But representing South Florida, that was Jubilee off of 2019's Call for Location. Great reference to finding out where some underground parties always happen. You sign up at social media and find out later where it is. Jubilee with Mommy. Party stuff, good to always get to hear that Mommy bass. A little bit more like a reggaeton element there, but good fusion of stuff. And you find Call for Location off the Mix Pack label. Behind me out of Toronto, this is Adonis Adonis. And going back to their 2014 album, Hard Boiled, Soft Boiled. Not sure if it's all eggy and whatnot. This track is Transmission from the Moon. Kind of downplays a little bit more of their industrial roots. But quality times and hard boiled soft boiled was a long listed nominee for the 2014 Polaris Music Prize so at some point we're going to have a lot more space related music but um, your faithful programmer has decided to mix things up a little bit actually it's mostly the backing tracks I speak over that will get a little bit more spacey before we get into Star Wars here but we're going to head to place not really far from space going to Wood Mountain, Saskatchewan with Casey and Clayton great bit of folks root duo here second cousins Clayton Linthicum Casey Anderson 2019 they put out I think their sixth album yep always have to consider that uh, their self-titled debut in 2011 was self-released so it was not a major label but Got the facts here. 2019, they put out their sixth album. It's called Carrying On. That's out through the newest label. 
quality musicians, and it's always fun to hear interviews with them because uh, they're not the most uh, eloquent folks when it comes to talking. Which is fair enough, because let the music do the work for them. Why not? Here's Casey and Clayton, off of... As I completely lose track of what's going on here. Carrying on. You're sparing me over one more year. We got another year-related song afterwards. Forget the logic behind what's going on there, because especially because next week we got an anniversary coming up here, so stay tuned. We got years and decades for your ears. Here come the people of the morning, and the in a way for warning that I slipped right through another night Death comes every evening High School for Recording Arts Los Angeles. You may have heard about our school in Minnesota, but we started something new and great right here in LA. HSRA is the new family in town. 
Our students have created the song, smashing out, to let others feel our energy and to represent the culture HSRA is building. We all came from different backgrounds, and we're seeking a different form of learning. We found it here at HSRA. Together, we started a student record label. Smashing Out is the first song we produce. We also just dropped a music video for this song. It represents our energy, our personalities, and our culture. You can find us on IG at HSRA underscore LA, and you can contact me, our student manager, Empress, E-M-P-R-E-S-S dot Hill 01 at newbuildcharter.org. Or reach the school at 
course, as I'm looking at song titles with the year in it, oh yeah, it is a new year. So maybe that was the logic behind what happened with that set. But sometimes these are formulated late at night. Threads are formed, and they kind of run off on their own. So we've got an interesting Canadian set there. Started off with Casey and Clayton with Spare Me Over One More Year off of 2019's Carrying On, and then going back to 1995 off their closed EP. That was Halifax, Nova Scotia's Jail with nine years now. Always good to hear some jangle. Has some association with Sloan and Super Friends since they were signed to the Murder Records label for a time. Managed to hop over to Sub Pop, but only lasted a few more months after they released their album, so... Talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for streaming or purchase this week, the first complete week of 2020. And we start off the show with Christoph Beck with Edge of Tomorrow, but his music from Like a Boss is coming out this week through Paramount Music. Andrea Fari's score to 18 Regali. I should know in Italian what 18 is, but not off the top of my head. Sorry. Lo siento. Permiso. Perdón. Andrea Fari. 18 Regali. That's coming out through Sony Records. Nicholas Herrera provided the score to Adoring. That's coming out through Milan Records. And for those of you thinking 30 years in the future, the movie 2050 is out. The soundtrack is done by Konstantinos Lirakis. That's coming out through Plaza Mayor. Will Bates provides the score to Deprave. That's coming out through Lakeshore Music. And Jeff Russo, perhaps one of the busiest people in the TV soundtrack industry. He scored season one of the Apple TV series For All Mankind, and its soundtrack is coming out through Madison Gate Records this week. For those of you tuned into Walt Disney, and we're going to be talking about Disney later on in the show, Gabriel Mann provides the uh, score to High School Musical, the musical, the series, through a series of colons throughout a lot of that. And then Jeff and Michael Danner are back together working on the latest adaptation of The Addams Family. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Behind me, this is Steve Moore, particularly out of Pittsburgh, but based in New York. Off of the 2012 release, Light Echoes. This is Aldebaran Exchange. Not necessarily referring to the fictional planet Alderaan. That existed briefly in Star Wars. Until a little misunderstanding happened. And a little Death Star came around. Uh, fired a couple lasers and something happened. That's at least I think how the movie went. But yeah, we have a little bit of space music finally in your ears before we get into the extended Star Wars universe, the acknowledged Star Wars universe, and then the Star Wars films themselves. So we'll head to L.A. here. And this was one of the artists that had an outstanding 2019, Wayest Blood. And the fourth album, Titanic Rising, deals with sort of a apocalyptic ode to living and loving in the shadow of doom as evidence to the album cover of a bedroom underwater here's Wayas Blood referring to another galaxy not so far away probably that closest one here to the Milky Way this will be Andromeda
running for my own life now I'm really turning some time Looking up to the sky
This Quarter Magazine has been supporting local music for over 30 years. Thanks to the long-term support of the Rickshaw Theater, Discorder lives. Your favorite bands are playing at the Rickshaw Theater. Check out their calendar just behind the cover of Discorder Magazine or at rickshawtheater.com.
Out of Montreal, that was Ylang Ylang. And uh, off of a 2014 release called Am I Being Overdramatic? That piece was O Moon. Ylang Ylang is the alias of Catherine Debar. Has roots in Montreal's experimental music scene. Most recent release was a self-titled 7-inch that came out in 2019. Some other interesting art installations lined up in the year 2020. And in the background, this legendary uh, Japanese singer-songwriter, but also synth player, Osama Shoji. And off of his 1978 album, Star Wars, featuring all manners of covers of John Williams' music from the original Star Wars from 1977, later retitled Episode 4, A New Hope. This is his version of Princess Leia's theme. Osamo Shoji uh, wrote a whole bunch of pop songs in the late 60s, but uh, solo career had been tried for a while until he picked things up in the late 70s. And yeah, sci-fi, what we associate with eventually the city pop scene kicked in, but also worked on various anime soundtracks. Love his music from Lopian and the Third. Osamo Shoji died in 2018. Definitely need to explore a little bit more on that side of things. Otherwise, Princess Leia referring to Carrie Fisher's character, who does appear in Rise of Skywalker. Although posthumously, based on previously shot footage. So, we'll start doing our Star Wars detours before we get to the main thing here. We're going to go to Toronto with the word burglar, and back in 2019... Put out a wonderful little three-song EP tied to the Star Wars universe. And this one definitely features a little bit of the klezmer music. There's the title track to the Word Burglars, the Mos Eisley Rap Show. With your hippity-hoppity right now. Yeah, it feels good to be back home on Tatooine Hearing the being screamed from the Jawa teens My rap routine's not your average in the galaxy Played from Maz Kanata to the baddest of the Jabba fiends In fact, Max been seen on Kashyyyk and Yavin 3 Cloud City, Canto Bite, even Savarine Glad to see so many species here chilling in the cantina Snivians with Latrillians spilling in Corellians Fresh off the tarmac, giving you a lot to digest Like the Sarlacc yak face I see you in the back with Cad Bane Sipping with squid head, don't give him a bad name Like Snaggletooth won't haggle you like Watto Grab a pint of blue milk and get Blotto In the spot where Greedo got shot by Han Solo Keep coming back like a Sokatano Live from Osisley, it's the most lively On the microphone, I'll serve you kind, kindly Where I'm ability live, come and chill with me At your favorite hive, it's come ability The Osisley Rap Show, yeah that's so It's where the livest of the live want rats go I see your droids who snuck into the back, yo You're all welcome at the Osisley Rap Show Whether you're from Alderaan or a walrus man, Dr. Evazan or a hologram, we're all a fam. Admiral Akbar's at the snack bar with sauce noodles. Max Rebo and Ewoks eating fried noodles. Nobody wishes you harm through the door. Really, pay no attention to that arm on the floor, for sure. Here, 
Try your Tony Bosca. Uh, just think of it as Dubak Vodka. Don't mind that alien who looks like Satan. He's just waiting for a bantha to Tashi Station. Oh, my Nadon, I see you getting hammered. Come in from the sand, let my band get you enamored. Smugglers, gamblers, rancor keepers. Please don't drink and drive home in your land speeders. You can't beat the heat, and this beat's even cooking more. Trust me, these are the rhymes that you're looking for. Live from Osisley, it's the most lively. On the microphone, I'll serve you kind, kindly. With rhyme ability live, come and chill with me. Add your favorite hive of scum ability. The Osisley Rap Show, yeah, that's so. It's where the livest of the live walk rats go. I see your droids who snuck into the back, yo. You're all welcome at the Osisley Rap Show. Haters, like dozens of Tuscan Raiders, I'm bringing the Zuckers, more nuts than trust invader, while you're pig-headed like Ugnazzo Gamorreans, metaphors leaving my pores like midichlorians, Mandalorian commando, my rapping poems haven't been cloned, even by the Kaminoans, slamming foes with my elegant weapon, fueling so much fire they should sell it on Bespin, rapping rebel scum, yup, nub, a space hooligan, more eyes on me than Reeves or a Vuvrian, blinking your miss like a stormtrooper, Jabba no bada, protect your neck, rib for tuna, fresh, even backpacking on day go by, no one can tell you what I am, like Yoda, props to Chowman the Wookiee who owns the bar, and R.I.P., every ruin, Owen Lars. Yo, didn't B. Arthur used to work here? What's up with that? Tune in every Thursday from 11 p.m. till midnight for Copy and Paste with your host, Tim, a.k.a. Autonomy, the very best in underground dance music. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you! I'll come back for the honey and The smoothest guys in the galaxy, Billy D. Williams, and appearing on his 1961 album Let's Misbehave. That's his take of the pop standard, A Taste of Honey. We associate with uh, Herb Albert and his Tawana Brass Band. Billy D. Williams, along with appearing in Brian's song, 
mahogany nighthawks well there's also mr lando calrissian introduced in the empire strikes back also appearing with return of the jedi and the rise of skywalker now behind me elsewhere in the star wars universe this is kevin kiner and david glenn russell from the animated series the clone wars this is everyone fighting Originally a 2008 TV film, but becoming then a six-season series. It's a CGI cartoon set between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, almost justifying the prequel films in my mind, as it has come up with better stories for the characters. I mean, I like what George Lucas did with setting things up, but the acting, ah, not so good. A new season is rumored to appear on Disney+. Plus later in 2020 so we'll see again when we see Ahsoka Tano again some other Jedi before they're exterminated but if we're talking about Disney Plus we have to talk about the key series that has helped Disney's streaming service and that is the first Star Wars TV series called The Mandalorian based on the type of fighter that Boba Fett was the bounty hunter and it was created by John Favreau, although there has been attempts to come up with a Star Wars TV series for decades. The most recent one from 2009 called The Underworld. But for The Mandalorian, it stars Pedro Pascal as the titular bounty hunter. Following in the footsteps of the legendary badass Boba Fett. And it's set in the galaxy between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. So after the Empire fell, but before the First Order rose. Season 1 came out a few months, or a couple months ago. Eight episodes were into it, and by season 2, it became meme fodder based on the introduction of one character. And everyone's heart went aflutter. Season 2 is set for later this year. Each episode has its own soundtrack, released the day that the episode becomes available on Disney+. And it's scored by Ludwig Göransson, who won an Oscar just about 11 months ago for his music from Black Panther. And as mentioned before, the Oscar nominations are set to be announced next Monday. But let's listen to at least one cue without interruption on my side. From his score to The Mandalorian, this is Ludwig Göransson with the ever-popular, almost any or Morricone-like main theme. Thank you. 
Ludwig Goretzen with his theme from The Mandalorian. And behind me, from episode 8, or sorry, chapter 8, as in the parlance for The Mandalorian, this is also him with a sacrifice. Goretzen wrote four hours of music for the TV series, mostly performed by himself at home, but then uh, a 70-piece orchestra came in and added up. Quality times. And if you haven't had a chance to catch it, see it. Helps understand some parts of the internet right now. And yes, season two is eagerly awaited. In many ways for me, this is sort of the direction where Star Wars needs to go. I thought Last Jedi kind of did it as well, too, sort of resetting things, but it's important to remember the inspirations of Star Wars as being more tied to the serials of westerns, samurai films, and other little short action pieces rather than just Star Wars itself. So yes, Rise of Skywalker came out a couple weeks ago, completing not only the sequel trilogy, but the trilogy of trilogies. Directed by J.J. Abrams, similar to The Force Awakens, as it deals with what the Rebellion had left from The Last Jedi, one last gasp at taking down the First Order, upon hearing word that uh, things are building up again. And then Ray's connections to the Force are expanded and then even explained. John Williams came back to complete his work on Star Wars, so at this point he's not anticipating working on any more of the Star Wars films because, as you can imagine, there are more films lined up, but uh, it's going to break away from the Skywalker saga, as it were. Without further ado, let's get some of the cues into your ears here. And just so that you're aware... John Williams' score to The Rise of Skywalker is on the Oscar shortlist, so there are 15 candidates listed, of which upwards of five will be announced as the nominees next week, so who knows. What I can't play for you this week, as I ran out of time, could be shared in a future week. But here, from The Rise of Skywalker, is John Williams with the prologue.
From his score from Star Wars, Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. There was John Williams first off with the prologue, and there was some vocals there with the anthem of evil. As behind me, approaching the throne, plays. Along with Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill's back, which shouldn't really be a surprise based on Luke Skywalker's legacy, but of course some of us remember how Last Jedi ended, so hard to say. But Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Anthony Daniels, holding down the title now is appearing in more as many <laughs> Star Wars films as there were, as the original actor. Donald Gleason is back. Yona Suotamo, who replaced Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca. Lupita Nyong'o. And the new appearances by Naomi Aki. Carrie Russell. And then Richard E. Grant, who I felt like he should have been part of this universe for quite some time for how evil he can be. Uh, controversy remains throughout with regards to The Rise of Skywalker. Originally, Colin Trevorrow was supposed to direct and write a script. He retained writer or story credit. But uh, creative differences meant that he departed the project, similar to what happened to uh, Christopher Miller and Phil Lord with Solo, a Star Wars story. J.J. Abrams was brought back in. Additional controversy with him trying to take over what uh, Ryan Johnson left with The Last Jedi. But then sort of heading back towards some of The Force Awakens plot lines and sort of undoing some things. Also, Kelly Marie Tran, who played Rose Tico, is definitely kind of sidelined in this film in some ways. It was portrayed that she had, was supposed to have more scenes with Carrie Fisher with some of the footage there, but it seems like they could have written that better. And Of course, being a love interest with John Boyega, his character Finn seems to have been undone, but at the very least, everyone's caught it. It's not doing as well in the theaters as Force Awakens or Last Jedi. Maybe some Star Wars fatigue is out there, or maybe through a certain narrative. I mean, The Mandalorian is doing well, and I would say... If you had to pick between the two to watch for right now, I would jump on The Mandalorian just for what it's able to explore, but I think it just has more time to breathe. Rise of Skywalker is just everything all at once, but still. As we know from Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith, closing a trilogy is hard work, but I think they do all right. As mentioned before, John Williams' score to The Rise of Skywalker is part of the Oscar shortlist as was Golden Globe winner Hilder Gufnodotter's music from Joker, so perhaps we'll be hearing from them next week as Oscar season starts, and it's early this year, so we'll, in four weeks, listen to the five profiled scores and the nominated songs, and then we'll see what's what. Anyways, that's it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. You can stay warm and dry, whether in your car or at home or in front of a fire somewhere. Maybe not even your own fire, just somewhere. Just be safe this January. We're also marked 12 years on air, so it'll be confusing. And, of course, we have to prepare for 24 hours of radio art, so expect some mayhem sonically next week. We'll close with one last cue from The Rise of Skywalker. This will be The Forces With You. I hope the Force is with you these next seven days until we meet again. We'll save some of the other Star Wars material I had for you for another show in case you missed that holiday special. This Life Day will come back one way or another. See you 
later. You are privileged to be listening to CITR-FM 101.9.